Contingency. Noun. Dependent on chance or on the fulfillment of a condition. Uncertainty. The universe seems to operate on the rules of contingency. But in fact, the opposite is true. It's actually just the latest word in my word calendar. And what a funny coincidence that is. Speaking of calendars, here's a date from 2006, 10 years ago. <laughs> Well, Scout, how do I look? Your head mirror is smudged. Here, let me clean it. Thank you, Scout! <laughs> I want to look young and perky for Fontoon's show! It doesn't matter what you look like, Paco. It's radio. No, no, it's not radio! He was very specific about that! It's a podcast! Whatever, no one's going to see you. Or it. Too bad. You look rather handsome. Yes, yes! Yes. Thank you. Everyone have a seat. Thank you very much. Ah, yes. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Tea Time. The show where we discuss the existential nature of tea and other things like that. Today on the show, I have with me Proctelitus Nefarious. Wait, do we hear that? It sounds like the show is starting! Quick! Go find us a seat! I'll go get us popcorn! Proko, that's Yoku! Get out there! No! No! Hello! Yes! Thank you very much! <laughs> Thank you, my adoring fans! Beauty and worthless! All of you! Thank you very much! Hello, Proko! Fontoon? Yes. Well, my guest, Proctologist Nefarious, is a world-renowned supervillain. Well, actually, I'm just county-renowned right now. But there are some very exciting things in the works. Soon the whole world will know the name Proctologist Nefarious! Well, good luck to you with all of that. And now, we'll just jump right into the show. So, Proctologist Nefarious, what color is your spirit teabag? Is that a sexual question? Yes. Orange. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. You really are evil. Yes, and while we're on the subject, I'd like to plug my brand new transportational device- Well, thank you for being on the show, Mr. Nefarious. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of you very soon. Tea Time is proudly sponsored by Skug Incorporated. Is it incorporated? It's probably Skug. Skug. And coming up next, it's Antoine's Cooking. I'm Alagna Yurt, and you've been listening to Tea Time! That sounded like it went alright. How did you feel? Nervous, but excited! I've never been simulcast in radio and tentacle porn before. I think this is a good start for us. We'll get your name out there. It's a mouthful, I'll admit, but it honestly rolls right off the tongue. Proctologist Nefarious. I can't imagine calling you anything else. It's perfect. Yes, the exposure is very important. It's phase one of my evil plan. And phase two has already begun. I got my letter from LARP today. 
We're members. The, the League? Mm-hmm. We're members? Yep. We're members! I know! We're really doing this. We're really going to take over the world. I'm so glad I didn't take that job at Google in the early 90s. Just think! In 10 years from now, we'll be ruling the world! Three! Ah! We have to fix that! Ah. Alright, split up and find Nacho! What the- What are all of these people doing in my lair? What is going on? Who are all these people? This must be one of Nacho's tricks! Like, the holograms of doppelgangers or... Mud people? Wait! Wait for me! Yes, get inside, Dr. Mellis, before- he comes. Wait, hold the door. Oh, sorry, the door is already closing! What is that button you're pressing? It's the airlock! It locks everything out! Even the air! Wait, I'm almost there! No! What? Coco, what are you doing? There! Nothing is getting in or out now! And for added measure... There! Now it's broken! Oh yeah! Great! Great, Brocco! Now we're just stuck in here with all these people! I don't see any nachos in here. That's exactly the problem. He must be hiding in here amidst all of this chaos. The radar isn't wrong. I built it myself. <clears throat> Let me see that thing. Ah, yes, of course. That's why there are no nachos in here. You don't have a proper cheese station, and there are no ovens. You don't even have a salsa bar. It might have all been sucked through this enormous dimensional rift in the kitchen, since I assume that's where you'd be making the nachos in the first place. That might also explain all the people in here slipping through these... Boom tubes. Boom tubes! It's a slang expression for a fictional, extra-dimensional, point-to-point travel portal that can transcend space and time. You didn't know that? Did you call yourself a proctologist? Uh, uh, oh, boom tubes! Of course! I thought you were referring to the cannon I used to fire children at churches! Well, now you are more informed. All these people come from... Other dimensions. On a separate note, I'm still bleeding from the neck and leg. Yeah, we really should get him to one of the examination rooms to stitch him up or something, Proco. We need to get this situation under control. I have some very important things to talk to you about, Scout, let me tell you. <clears throat> Everybody! Everybody! Listen up! Hello? Hey! This isn't working. Let me try something. Come here, you! Ah! What's your name? Ah! What are you doing here? I'm Adrian. How did you get in here? Start talking. You need to grab someone who doesn't live here, Brocco. I don't think you're in any position to give me orders, trespasser. Look, just try asking this guy. I'm Nacho, and I come from the moon. Nacho! Nacho! Move over, Nefarious. Oh! All right, Nacho! What the hell is going on? Stop!
Stop talking! I'd love to, but I need to escape through this flash mob. Hey! Get out of the way! Nacho! Get back here! Nacho! Hey, someone just left all these pandas laying around! No! No! No, don't touch those! Froggo! Don't do that! I'm not involved in this! Help! Put me down! Not my head! Help! Help! Adrian, we've got to do something! Wait a minute! I have an idea! I've seen Franco do this all the time! Trapdoor! Oh. I really thought that would work. Right, it looks like we landed in the Arboretum. There's just an enormous forest below the lobby? Yeah, actually, we're on the third floor. But but we fell from the first floor. Yes, well, the trapdoors around here like to change their mind about which way is up or down, so... What? It'll be a little bit tricky to get back to the lobby. We'll have to take a bit of a detour. Well, what was that? I don't know. But it sounds very big. Oh my god! People! Quick! We have to keep moving! There's something behind me! You shouldn't even be here in the first place! I don't even know how I got here, but we need to move now. If you know the way out, just point me in the right direction and we can- But just then, a great and hideous monster trampled out from the forest and over the trees. The trio of would-be heroes cowered beneath the wretched beast as it loomed over them, dripping viscous liquids onto the dirt beneath it from its sawtoothed jowls. What is that thing? Bermudicus Fonziparus Rex. Or Bermuda Fonzie for short. I've been hunting her, and now she's hunting me. That didn't answer my question. Come on! I know how to get us out of here! This way! <laughs> ah! Quick! Duck beneath this fallen off! There's a trap door here we can use! Uh, everyone inside, quick! Uh, here she comes! That was a close one. You can say that again. That, that was, was a close, close one. Oh! Adrian, you make friends eerily fast. We're not officially friends until I know his name. What was your name again? Oh, it's Sam. But my friends call me Scrumptious. That's the best name I've ever heard in my life! It's a popular name. And I'm Scout. How did you get in here? Did you ever read Jurassic Park? Because I was thinking about it, and it's basically just Jurassic Park. See, Bermuda chased me into a walk-in freezer with her clicking razor-tipped toenails chattering behind me, and the deeper into it I got, the more it started to resemble a forest. A tree here, a fern there, until eventually, I was running through the woods and I found you. Or... Maybe that was Chronicles of Narnia? Anyway, I, I guess the short answer is that I have no idea. It certainly is odd. I've never found a walk-in freezer in the Arboretum. Adrian, this must be one of those boom tubes that Dr. Malice was talking about. Yeah, I wasn't really listening, because I hate sci-fi. Pay attention! It's like a wormhole. That must be where all these people in the lair are coming from. And if that's the case... Maybe the way to find Gaspar. Guess what? Gaspar! Pardon you. <laughs> Whatever Nacho is doing, he's the key I need to find Gaspar through this series of boom tubes. 
He may even already be here. Boom tubes, huh? Now that sounds more like DC Rebirth. Did someone say DC Rebirth? Ah! These people are just pouring out of the walls now. Look, I was just making a sandwich. I don't know how I got here. I'm Brandon, by the way. Wait, refrigerator? Scout, isn't that what Dr. Malice and Sam said? You're right. Here, Brandon, walk me through it. You were making a sandwich, and... Yeah, I was grabbing the raisins and... Raisins? For my sandwich. Anyway, I was reaching into the fridge, and I sort of just fell in. When I caught my bearings, I was standing here, and I heard this guy mention DC Comics, so I chimed in. Brandon, you seem familiar. You too, ominously charming stranger. But what about the raisins? Ahem. His name is Sam. Can I ask a question? What room is this? I can't believe nobody has turned a light on yet. What the? The lights aren't coming on at all. Uh, the light switch is in here just for show. This is the room where we keep all of the dark. Okay, I get the arboretum. But what does Proco need with a room full of dark? Well, it wouldn't serve much purpose to have the dark in the rest of the lair. You wouldn't be able to see. Someone gets it. I'm sorry. Wh who is Proco? Listen up, pandas! This is Propolitus Pedopharius, your rightful ruler, and I command you to stop this stampede! If we could just get to my lab, I could work on a way to reverse all of this! Why do you have all of these pandas? I use them for fuel! They power most everything in my lair! We're passing some of them right now! There's my death ray, panda-powered! There's the millions of servers I use for my illegal hedge fund! Definitely panda-powered! There's my wildlife preserve! Got pandas powering that too! There's my bedroom! Warm, aromatic, panda down in the comforters and pillows. Mm. Oh, and here's my roller coaster coming up! That's powered by pandas too! I bet we can jump onto the car from this bridge! Jump onto the car? What about my leg? You've got two of those! Come on! Drop in! We're going down to the lab! Shut up! We're going to miss the ride! Stop it! Here! Take this shot of painkiller! Jeez! You had that the whole time? Yeah! If it hurts so much, why didn't you ask for it? Well, like everybody else, you missed the whole damn ride! No one ever pays attention! Do you know how long it took to train those squirrels to sing in English? Well, come on! Get out of the car! Come see my evil laboratory! Lasers! Oh, it's so small. Poison! You, why is it green? That's so bourgeois. Well, how about this? An undulating vortex with no comprehensible width, just floating in the middle of the room! Hmm. You know what? I don't know what this is. Actually, this is terrifying. This is one of those boom tubes I was talking about earlier. And I have a hunch that this isn't the only one of these in your lair. So, this is where all those people came from. I wonder if that means there's anyone in the lab! Well, it is pretty empty in here. It doesn't seem like anybody has come out of this one. Empty? 
You mean there's nobody in line for the transportational device? Well, that's how I got here. You should really check it out. It's the most finely crafted ride I've ever experienced, and my shoes have wheels on them, so I know good rides. Well, I'm surprised you're even able to fit inside it, given that spacesuit you're wearing. But you really like it? Yeah. I've been riding it over and over again since I came out of some weird portal upstairs. Funny, I wasn't supposed to go through a portal today. But there was one in my refrigerator, so it just felt right. My name's Antoinette, by the way. Antoinette? I'm proctologist Nefarious, and this is Dr. Malice. So then, you didn't come out of this portal here? No, don't be silly. I came from my world, and this portal goes to this world. Duh, Prucko. Interesting. I've never seen these things up close before. I want to touch it! That would be unwise. Do not do that. Well... If you say so, Dr. Malice. Yeah, I agree. You shouldn't touch it. I don't know why, but I yearn to defy you. Uh, do what you want. I don't care. Touchy, touchy! Ah, my head! Ah, my head! Ow. My head. What is going on? You're all me! It's a flock of pruckers. What? I'm not you! I'm the original proctologist, Nefarious! Nonsense! It's me! I have the death ray and appendicitis scars to prove it! No! I am the original Brocco! It is my voice that the trembling masses will remember when I conquer the universe! Okay, this is all starting to sound far too contrived. Since there's a boom tube right here, I'm just going to go back home through it. See you when you actually know how to use these things. You can go wherever you want. Later, losers! Alice! Where'd he go? This is wrong! Hi, welcome to Ganesh, the hottest radioactive timeshare destination in the world! Yay! Oh boy. Meanwhile, in the better scripted part of the universe. Come on. The lobby isn't far now. I really need a map for this place, Scout. I've lived here for months now, and I've only seen about four rooms before today. And you know what? They were normal rooms. What's this room now? This room is the art gallery. If I could just interject, and I'm sure Brandon here is confused about this minor little detail as well, but I couldn't help but notice that this room doesn't have any paintings or sculptures or anything that might traditionally be called art. And maybe this is presumptuous, but it almost looks like you just have people stapled on the wall. Well, that just feels like bad karma. I'm going to stop you right there, because I completely agree. And I was noticing the same thing, but I, I didn't want to say anything, because it's not my house. I still got my shoes on, and we're working on such nice carpet. Right! So it's not just me. Okay, good. So yeah, what's up with that? Each person hanging on the wall represents the entire career and portfolio of an artist's life. Every painting they could have painted, every song they could have sung. Instead of having them produce art, we just hang the artist and preserve them for eternity, keeping the art inside them, locked away, all for us and no one else. Yeah, well, when you put it that way, really it well makes sense. It's, it's lovely. lovely. Jinx! Jinx. 
Right, moving on. There's a secret passageway back to the lobby behind Thomas Kincaid here. Please help me. I've been down here for so long. I just want to paint again. Just a quick twist. <laughs> and... ah, there we go. Sticky. Right, follow me. Actually, to tell you the truth, I'm glad I kept my shoes on after all. All right, we're in the air vent. In just a little bit, we're going to be right above the lobby, and I'll need everybody's help breaking through the grate. And what exactly are we going to do when we get there? There's still going to be a buttload of strangers running amok, breaking things. My precious China Seagull on the armoire. What if they break my precious China Seagull on the armoire? Calm down, Adrian. Once we drop down there, we'll work together to scout, pun intended, <laughs> the entire... Shut up! <laughs> we'll work together to scout the entire room for Nacho. Spread out. Canvas. Think of it as the most dangerous game of Where's Waldo you've ever played. Ooh. When we find him, we subdue him, and torture him till he guides us through this madness to Gaspar. What about fixing all the other problems in the lair first? No, 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 no. Gaspar first. Always! Okay. This guy is starting to wig me out. I just want to know why we're looking for a chip. Ready? We hit the grate in one... What does Nacho even look like? Two... Yeah, you'll know him when you see him. How? Your heart will stop. Three! Aha! Wait a minute. Where are all the people? This room was packed with people less than an hour ago. Where did they all go? There's no way they could have gotten out. The doors and windows are still locked. No worries. I found Nacho. You did? But stale. Ah! That is not Nacho! What was that? It sounds like an influential teacup athlete is giving a private performance in the other room and just executed a perfect double flip sip. You got all that from the audience's applause? And four of them have taken off their wedding rings. Those are some ears. Wait a minute. A teacup athlete? That must be... Fontoon! Fontoon. Drinks! What? Pitiful. Shameful, really. Come on! To Nocho! Wow, Sam was right. That is exactly what's going on in here. Thank you. Friends, you're here. Excuse me for just a moment, everyone. Uh, I'm glad you found me. I've been distracting these hooligans with my finely tuned athleticism. Who's this? This is Sam. We found him in the woods. I found you, really. And you must be Fontoon? Oh, <laughs> I see my fame precedes me. And this is Brandon. A pleasure. Brandon? From the Fake Nerd Guys podcast? Um. I listen to your show. Well, not technically listen, but I know of it. What show? Sorry, I've been jumping between dimensions a lot. Sometimes I pick things up. Signals. Radio broadcasts. Podcasts and consistently the same podcast every Sunday. It's driving me cuckoo, but I'm starting to like it. Well, shit, Bontoon's crazy. And you, Brandon, you're the same Brandon from the podcast. I don't have a podcast. You have a podcast? No. You should. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, are we locked in? There's armored plating on 
all the doors and windows. Yeah, Proco locked everyone in. This is perfect. As long as everyone's locked in, we can use Fontoon as a distraction. Fontoon, keep these people occupied for just a little while longer, and we may find Nacho. Got it! Hey, Scout, why not try that radar thingy again? Adrian, that's brilliant! Of course! One dot, and he's in there. Yes! All of you are going to grab Nacho for me. We'll hogtie him, and then, and then I'll finally get Gaspar back! Yes! That's what'll happen! <laughs> okay, Scout, I really think there are more important things to be done. How dare you! Oh. Easy, fella. You will do this for me, Adrian, or so help me! I will... What the... I'm sorry, Scout, but you're benched for now. Nice roundhouse kick. Yeah, I actually have no idea where that comes from. Neat. Now what? We should really find Proco. He may know what to do about all of this. There are two dots now. One in there and one in the heart of the lab. What is Nacho up to? This Nacho guy. He's the cause of the boom tubes? What, have you not been paying attention? Obviously. It seems like there's a classic crisis situation going on here. Am I supposed to know what that means? Shh, he's nerdgeizing. Yeah, multiple realities crashing into one another on a central point. But is it a final crisis? No, this would seem to be the very first one. Perhaps it is more of a rebirth, bringing together connected characters across realities who, in this case, have convenient headaches that block the memories of each other's previous interactions. Headaches, huh? Sure, I have one. When I think about certain folks here, you too, right, Brandy? Come to think of it, I do. Fontoon? Oh, eternally. You may be right. Of course, that is just what's happening now. First now, or second now? Well, then now was old. This is now now. Ah, yes. A rebirth then, for sure. Stop! What does all of this even mean? The reality should normalize, and all the characters return to their true belongings. So long as no off-kilter character who pushes the boundaries of moral science interferes. Or more than one. Like, what, five? As long as that doesn't happen, this whole problem should just resolve itself. Oh, no. We have to find Proco. Okay, everybody, listen up. I think I finally found some common ground between the five of us. Impossible. We don't even use the same affected voice. This is true. But we are all incredibly handsome. The only possible explanation for this much handsome is that we're all the same person. Brilliant. Of course. Yes, that's exactly right. Absolutely. Why with the five of us? There's nothing that can stand between us and world domination. Well, Five Procos are better than one. Yes! Truly our efforts as a group will be a force to be reckoned with. I should have sought another Proco sooner. Together, we're invincible! Yes, but when we finally take over, I'll be the one in charge. The rest of you can be farmers and sex slaves. Nonsense! You're all farmers and sex slaves! I'm the rightful ruler of this multiverse! It's my picture on the RSS feed! That's just your RSS feed. Back in my universe, it's a picture of a man that slowly gets older as I stay the same age. Why don't you just conquer your worlds together, one at a time, and let each respective Proco rule over their own world? Well, first of all, world conquest is very hard. I've been working on it for ten years. 
And thirdly, as far as we know, you're all just stuck here in our world. So if we wanted to send people back to their own worlds, then we have to build a device capable of breaching the interdimensional barrier. And we could use it to send everyone in the layer back to their worlds too. But such a device would take years to complete and a lot of brain power. But if the five of you work together? Then we can finally, once and for all, avenge the fallen warlord of Bethalsmia and bring back honor to the Trilixia tribe, thus restoring peace and harmony to the jungles and cities of Praxico! Sorry, my world is weird. If we all work together, I'm sure we could build an interdimensional device to send everyone back to their own worlds. But maybe we should stick to conquering our own worlds separately. I don't know if I'm ready for... Praxico. Everybody huddle around the sci-fi engineering table! There's a What is that? What are you doing? You know what you're doing! Move over, move over! Let me in, let me in! Just one more wrench here! One more drill here! And a couple of good hammers right where it counts. It's finished. It's perfection! And we can use it to send everyone back to their own worlds! I call it... AN EXPOSITION MACHINE! Do you think the same events are happening in my lab? Like, in my world? I don't want a bunch of people running amok- Oh no! That's why we need to get these people sent back to their worlds! Everyone needs to go back! The secrets of our layers are in danger! That's why I don't let anyone down here! Wait a minute. Is that my... Expectational device? It's kind of catchy. I mean, I find myself singing along to it. Adrian? Adrian? Adrian! Well, we have been looking everywhere for you, Mr. What the hell is going on here? Oh, look. Science interfering. Oh, yeah. Stand back, everyone! Me and my Proco gangers have figured out a way to send all these mouth breathers back to their own worlds! Wait a minute, Proco. We may have an idea of how to fix this whole situation. If what these guys I brought with me say is true, we don't have to do anything at all, and the problem should just resolve itself. <clears throat> these guys? Adrian, where should we drop Scout? He's still unconscious. That's Sam and Brandon. They seem to know a lot about these boom tubes, just like Malice. Hey, where's Dr. Malice? He went through this boom tube right here! Huh. Well, I guess he isn't our problem anymore. That's okay, he was kinda getting on my nerves. Well, I liked him! I think he could be my new best friend when he comes back! Did he say he was coming back? No, but we're best friends now, so I'll wait. Great, but we have more important things on the menu right now. That's right! We need to get rid of all these people with my new exposition machine that took five Procos to build! Yeah, that was my next question. Why are there five of you? We're far from the same person. That's what I was going to say! I think I'm actually a woman. It's actually a funny story. I touched a boom tube, even though Dr. Malice and Antoinette told me not to. I can't keep track of all these people. Who's Antoinette? Yeah, she should be around here somewhere. Here I am! Ah! What are you doing in the boom tube? I thought we weren't supposed to touch it! Of course you can't touch it! But you can walk in and out of it! That's what your friend did, hello! Um, uh, this is Antoinette! I don't care anymore. Look, Proko, it's great that you build a what's-a-ma-jigger, but I'm telling you, we just need to be patient and everything will resolve itself! Yeah, hi. Uh, Brandon here. It's true. And what kind of authority do you have on multi-dimensional science?! This man has read more comic books than you could even count. Show him some respect! What we have here is a rebirth situation. Oh yeah? Who died? No one died. He's referring to the DC story arc. It's a comic book. Well, we know for sure 
is that all these strange people, including me, Sam, Antoinette, are all from different dimensions. And to make a long story short, they're only here temporarily. If my calculations are correct, everything should revert to normal in exactly two minutes. So then we just have to wait it out. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh my head. Ah. Uh, who kicked me? Oh, looks like Scout's awake. Oh, Adrian? Wait a minute. Adrian, you kicked me. Where's Nacho? Did we get him? Now, now, Scout, there's a reason that I roundhouse kicked you in the head and zip-tied your hands together. My hands? You have lost your mind over this Nacho and Gaspar stuff. Nacho and Gaspar? The whale! The message! Scout! Adrian is right! Earlier, when I was spying on Action Hats, Joe Jensen, and Lerald, the Sky Whale... Wanda. Yes, Wanda, thank you, Adrian, told me that your search for Gaspar is tearing the universe apart. Things used to be so much better. There were hot tubs and highways, and now nobody can pee. It's all a little foggy, actually, but it was very important. And basically, you need to stop looking for Gaspar. Stop it! Just stop it! You can't take this away from me! This is my one chance left at happiness, Proko! I've given the rest of my chances to you! Scout! Remember when we started, Proko? Remember when we joined forces? When we were going to conquer the world, the universe? We were so much happier then. It's been ten years, Proko. I'm tired. I just want to grow old and die with the man I love. And if I do nothing, all of the clues to Gaspar's whereabouts will go away. Proko? I don't know what will happen if I press the button on my exposition machine, Scout. Because I have no idea what it will do! But maybe it'll keep all these people from disappearing. And maybe one of them will know where to find Gaspar. Oh yeah, I know that guy! Guys? Hey guys? You do? Oh yeah, a French guy guys. makes hats really good yodeler. Gaspar! Guys, ten seconds until the universe equalizes. Quick, Croco! Use your machine! The machine! Don't do it, Croco! Think of all the people who know where your secret layer is! Use the machine! We moved it together! Five seconds! I'm going to help Scouts! Did it work? Is everyone still here? There's no way to know for sure. It worked! Paco, why did you do that? Because I am complicated! Complicated characters. Thank you, Proco. I know that wasn't easy for you. I don't mind doing the hard stuff for you, Scout. We're family. That's cute. Aww. Oh no, you guys, look! The other Procos! Oh, they melted. Their bonds to this dimension were too weak, so they dematerialized. I told you not to touch the boom tube! Yeah? Well, I, I underestimated how much these people like tea sports. I've lost their favor! Help me! Proko, you're them! They're breaking all of your evil intentions! We need to deactivate the airlocks and let them out! There's a switch down here in the lab! But what about Gaspar? What if we can't find him after we let everyone out? We'll find him, Proko. You're a genius, remember? And you're smarter than me, Scout! Yes, I am. Hit the switch, Proko! 
Let the doors be open! Oh my god, the doors, they are open! Jeff, we're free from the nightmare! Almost 40 minutes! Yes, calm down, everyone! Hello! You're all free! But you're actually confined to this universe now, so you can't actually go home! But. Good luck! You can pick up a gift baggie on your way out. Rocco, do you know what you have done? Yes! I helped my best friend! Idiot! Remember when I told you not to let this town get any bigger? Uh, vaguely. People keep warning me about stuff, and one of them was a sky whale. That's some pretty stiff competition for a frumpy English jackass in a bowler hat. You fool! You've unleashed all of those people on Action Hats Joe Jetson! He's got a whole town to fill with people, and now he has the people to fill it, and he... town, and there's... people to... I am out of shape. What exactly makes Action Hats Joe Jetson such a threat? You have no idea. No. No, I really don't. in Proko's stupid world. What could have brought me back here? Whoa! You just fell out of the sky. Are you Rain? That's just my stage name. Great Bojangles! I've never seen anyone fall out of the sky before. You must be some kind of wizard. Evil genius. But what's the difference, really? <laughs> <laughs> I could really use somebody like you working for me. I'm trying to put this town on the map. I was trying to send the governor a whale to prove him that off the coast of Nebraska was a real place. I don't think a grand gesture is the way to go. The only way to really make any kind of lasting impact is with peer-reviewed content. You need people in this dead little beach town. Hmm, you're right. But where am I going to find a city load of people? Right over there. Holy crap, you are a wizard! Would you consider living here and working for me? Depends on what you are willing to pay. How about a suitcase full of money? Well, that is my standard rate. Okay, you've got a deal. I believe this is going to be the start of something truly beautiful. What did you say your name was? Malice. Dr. Malice. Adrian, could you hand me that broken lamp? Here you go, Scout. Man, all those people sure left a mess, huh? Well, we'll just rebuild. That's what we do. We've gotten pretty good at it, actually. Nacho's not here! I'll get the door! Yes? Hello, Proko. I just wanted to drop by and tell you that I am going to be your new neighbor. Dr. Malice, my best friend! Oh my god, we're going to have all kinds of sleepovers, and we'll sing good morning songs to each other at the break of dawn! So, you're living in the empty house next door? Or wait, you kicked out Lerald and moved into his house! Actually, Lerald is my new roommate! What?! Hi, Praco. Isn't this exciting? We can have sleepovers and sing good morning songs to each other at the brink of dawn. Just the three of us. Just like in all my erotic fan fiction. No! 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 no!
Well, hello there. Series creator Jeremy Vellucci here at the tail end of the episode to touch base with all of my fans. Now, assuming you weren't binging these episodes long after their inception, you had to wait a really long time for this episode, and I am very sorry about that. So this episode was intended to be an anniversary episode. When I started, it had been 10 years since I started my first podcast. So back in 2006, I started recordings of an English jackass. And as it went on, I added more and more people, all my friends, who uh, helped me make it. So what I wanted to do with this episode was in some way pay tribute to all those shows that we used to make back when we were teenagers. And it's one of those things where I know a few of you have actually heard all of the old shows. If you go back and try and look for them now, they're not there. The old site that I used to use for podcasting, SwitchPod, uh, it's not actually a site anymore. It was bought up by Libsyn, Liberated Syndication, which is actually the site I use now. Um, and you'd think I'd be able to access my old files, but <laughs> nope. And the other site I used to use was Podcast Pickle, and Podcast Pickle used to be a huge internet community for podcasters and podcast audiences. And actually, the whole world of podcasting has changed a lot since back when I started. Uh, it used to be a lot more community-based, and now it's just for people who want to learn yoga. But anyway, the old show was called Recordings of an English Jackass, and it actually started everything, the whole, the whole podcast universe started with uh, Fontoon Bithwoggle. So he was the entire inspiration for the show. I went to a summer camp, and while I was down there, I was feverishly listening to the Technical Difficulties podcast, which I think I've mentioned once or twice here on the show. So at the time, I was really obsessed with audio-based sketch comedy for some reason. And so me and my summer camp friend, Chris Kitely, came up with the idea of Fontoon Bithwoggle, a character who is obsessed with having uh, the, the best accent in the entire world. And so his whole purpose was to try and facilitate having an even stronger pronounced English accent. So what he would do is he would shove forks up his ass because it <laughs> creates that kind of weird... Listen, we were 15. So we thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we turned this character into a podcast? And uh, so what happened was I went home to my town, Pacific Grove, and Chris went home to his town in Fremont, and uh, we just, we, did, we didn't really talk much. I mean, I guess at the time we were talking on MySpace a little bit. It was back then, folks. MySpace. Uh, but it wasn't enough to actually collaborate, so I took it upon myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this podcast. I'm just going to hook up my computer to the crappy microphone it came with, and I'm just going to go into the sound recorder software that came with the computer, and I'm just going to record a podcast. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I improvised the whole thing. You know, like start, stop, start, stop. It was, it was so bad. In fact, I had actually recorded a test episode before the first episode. Uh, that was even worse than the first episode. And the intention was always, okay, well, Chris will join me later. But I got addicted, and I started doing episodes every night. I was really into it, and um, I brought on my friend Harrison at the time because I, I thought to myself, well, I wasn't supposed to do this show alone, and Chris isn't helping me out, so I'm just going to bring on some of my other friends to fill in the void. And um, Harrison ended up being, like, really, really funny, 
and he started doing sketches all on his own and sending them to me. So he created a bunch of characters for the show, and we kind of had like a partnership thing going on with recordings of an English jackass. And I, I really would have liked to have him here on the show tonight, but uh, you know, it, it just wasn't it wasn't something easy to accomplish. So, but I think it was the fifth episode. God, I remember this so well, actually. In the fifth episode of English Jackass, we brought on. Uh, Brandon McClure from the Fake Nerd Podcast at FakeNerdGuys.Libsyn.com. Uh, we were friends back in high school, and uh, I remember why we waited until the fifth episode to bring him on. I remember we wanted to bring him on on like the second episode, but uh, he was on a trip. I want to say to Mexico. He was on a trip to Mexico, and the reason I remember that is because the first sketch that we recorded with him was about being stuck at the airport. And it was around that time in high school that uh, Brandon introduced me to Sam. And so it was an obvious choice to bring Sam on because he was the only one of us doing a lot of theater stuff at the high school. Pi was around at that time, too. He was in a few episodes, but at the same time that we were doing recordings of an English Jackass back in the beginning, he was also battling cancer, uh, which he beat like a boss. So we didn't have him around as much as we would have liked. Anyway, so there's all this history there, and I just really wanted to acknowledge all that because it's the foundation that this show was built on. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Anastasia Sanchez, who, by the friggin' grace of God, managed to have kept all of the old episodes of Recordings of an English Jackass on some lost, forgotten hard drive in the middle of the Aztec mountains or something. I don't know. She had it, and so thankfully I have them now too. At some point, I'm going to sift through them and uh, find all the times when we didn't use copyrighted music. I'll, I'll play some parts of the old shows. It'll be, it'll be fun for you to hear some perspective. <laughs> Guarantee it. We did a lot of other shows, too. Uh, Harrison and I did the Chicken Whipping podcast. Sam has this film series that we've been doing almost as long as we've been doing podcasting called Reflections, and literally everyone we know is in it. I could dedicate a whole show to just talking about reflections. So the universe we've developed is something that I have a really strong attachment to. Because in a lot of ways, all of these universes are strung together and connected. So it's kind of like they never die. I imagine I'm going to be doing these characters well into my old age and long after I'm dead as well. Or at least I'd like to. One of the reasons it was so hard for me to get this episode out is that I just ended up flat broke. I needed all the money I had just to pay rent. And um, I don't know if anybody knows this, but the show costs about uh, $45 a month for me to keep running. It cost me $15 a month to keep the podcast subscription and then $30 a month to keep my uh, subscription to my music sound library open, which is what I use to write all my music. If I didn't have those sound libraries, it would sound like uh, really bad MIDI. I would much rather use a live orchestra. But uh, that's even more expensive. So I managed to scrape together enough money to start up the show again. And actually, uh, there was a really brief period where the show was taken down entirely from Liberated Syndication. And uh, it was suspended and it was actually um, removed. And I had to like send them a bunch of emails uh, squawking at them to reinstate it. And they did, thankfully. But that was scary because uh, I almost lost my entire podcast feed. So I'm never going to make this the, the, the kind of thing where you have to pay to listen to the show because that's just, it doesn't feel right to me. Uh, I, I do this mostly for myself. I love 
being able to create something that I get to listen to. And I, I probably listen to these shows more than any of you. So if you want to help out with the show, I do have a PayPal. Anything helps. You know, if you put a dollar in, five dollars, whatever. You know, I just set that aside in the PayPal and dedicate it to the subscription fees. The PayPal is under litvelucci at gmail.com. So it's L-I-T and then my last name, Vilucci, V-I-L-L-U-C-C-I at gmail.com. Literally anything. 25 cents. Shit, I'll take it. And if you do send money, I'll I'll shout out your name on the show. And uh, if you send me enough money, I will fly you out here and give you a back rub. But that's it. I don't want to get too into the plot of what's going on in Suburban Proctologist right now. I kind of want to let it just unfold rather than talk about it here on the show. So if you ever want to email me, remember you can do that at subprocpodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, big special thanks to everybody who showed up to record for the show. Sam Fife, Brandon McClure, Pygeron, Lauren Holscher. I love you so much. And Sam also helped script this episode. We bounced a lot of story ideas off each other. So this episode wouldn't have happened without him. And that's it. I'm not going to claim that the next episode's going to be out in a month. Because uh, <laughs> I clearly cannot hold to that. But it'll be out when it's out. And I've already started working on it. So there's a start. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you for the next episode.